is the Meeting of Minds podcast with me, Philippa Robinson. Hello, welcome back to the Meeting of Minds podcast. Uh, the uh, response to the first nine episodes of this podcast has been fabulous and it's been really great to to hear the comments from people who have listened enjoyed the episodes and really um really gained something for themselves from each episode uh, it has been a real treat to listen to all those comments so um thank you very much um for all those people who have interacted with me over those and let me know what you're thinking. Now, what I um, thought I would do next, I asked quite a few of my friends who then asked their friends, who then asked their friends, which was not my intention, but was fabulous. And I asked them to, if they could give me some ideas of things that they wish they'd known when they were in their 20s or things that they learnt in their 20s or perhaps things that they would like to tell their 20-ish year old self if they could go back and it was really amazing because I've had lots of responses and um, some real insights from people so what I have done is collated those responses and because I've had so many um, I thought it would be a good idea to talk about some of them in more depth and um, I have persuaded the lovely Louisa from episode two who everybody really enjoyed listening to to come back and speak to me um, speak with me even about um, some of these topics because we do tend to have quite a lot of things to say when we get chatting about things and um uh we thought we'd we'd start today um and we're going to talk about travel because quite a few people get sent comments to me saying they would either tell themselves their 20 year old self to travel more and that's from the benefit of the hindsight of being in their 40s or 50s and feeling that they don't really have that opportunity to travel as much now, um, perhaps because they've got uh, children, perhaps because of their career, perhaps because they're looking after elderly parents, or perhaps because they just don't feel they want to or can do it. But for whatever reason that is, they are looking back and wish want to say to themselves or would say to themselves to go and travel also some people have said it from the perspective of they did travel and they really look back on those times um with you know great joy um not always with joy sometimes with eek did we really do that or uh wasn't that a brilliant experience even if it wasn't necessarily nice and i'm saying nice in quotes uh you know i think there's all all manner of experience to be had from traveling and uh louisa has done some traveling and hopes to do more i know so we're going to get on to that i I'm not quite such a traveller, although if you listen to my uh, solo episode, which was episode one, I talked about my travelling to Australia when I was 21. And it was really only whilst doing that episode that I began to realise 
what a big impact it had on my, had had on my or has had on my life. So whilst I wouldn't necessarily call myself a traveller because the things that I have done have been uh, perhaps what I would say the easier or safer end of the spectrum uh, of travelling, um, it, it's not really where you go. It's more what you do when you're there and who you meet and the experiences you, you have. So that is what we're going to talk about today. And um, Louisa, welcome. Hello. I'm hey, back. you are back. <laughs> By popular demand, Louisa is back. Uh, yeah, which is great. I am so pleased because I, you know, I've said all along I would like you um, on here more. Uh, and it's really great that you are. So uh, thank you. And it's really nice. Uh, to spend a morning we've had a little bit of a chat about what we're going to talk about and here we are recording it now and it's quite nice to think about these things isn't it mm, I love traveling so this is a nice topic <laughs> for me to discuss yes yeah, so when I suggested to you earlier that I thought that's why we might start you, uh, you 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 were quite keen shall we say weren't you very keen very keen <laughs> so um, if anybody's listened to episode one, they'll know a little bit about my traveling, uh, which, you know, uh, and I, I can sort of say a little bit more about what as we go on. But what people might not know is the places you've been and the things you've done. So uh, is it OK if you start and tell us a bit more about your travels? Yes, um, I think I went in 2018. Um, so a little while ago now, um, I went to Southeast Asia and also ended up in Australia, which wasn't planned, but, um, and I did a six month trip. So that was amazing. Um, there was three of us, three girls. We'd known each other for a long time. Um, so yeah, that, that was it. We went to lots of places. We started in India, um, three girls that have never traveled before wow really so, part, yeah <laughs> so we, straight to india wow yep um, um and where about where did you where did you land in india where was your first delhi new delhi um wow yeah and actually yesterday i found the first video i ever took traveling <laughs> And it was in the taxi from the airport in New Delhi to the first hostel. And I couldn't believe it. I I saw policemen. So there were a group of policemen, but they were riding camels down the street. And on my face, I was just like, oh, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. <laughs> Talk about so, culture shock. Massive culture shock straight away. Um, and then, yeah. Presumably, though, you, don't, you, you knew enough about India to know that it was going to be largely a culture shock. And that's partly why you went. I think so. But I think that's the magic of traveling. You can't actually plan or really set yourself up for some things that you might see. Because um, I don't know. I think I had a little bit of fear inside of me going to India just because we don't always hear the best stuff or, you know, or the best news. Um, and actually 
So that that was one thing that really changed my mind was going there and, and then losing that fear. But when you arrive with the fear and you've got cows and monkeys and camels in the road and you're from a Western country where, you know, you see pigeons <laughs> and, <laughs> and suddenly, you know, that you just, I don't think I really, I didn't settle the whole time I was there. I think we did three a month in India and it wasn't, it's only coming back round now that I feel like I'm ready to go back and I see things differently. Or when I think back about India now, I can appreciate things that I, I definitely did not appreciate at the time. It was really, really overwhelming. Um, but because it's an amazing country, yeah. um, it's so diverse, it's so different, it's so colourful as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I learned a lot in India, actually. Yeah, I bet you did. I have some family friends who are um, older than me, uh, quite a bit older than me. So, you know, they're in, and in their late 60s, early 70s, they went to India for three four months mm. and I was gobsmacked um absolutely gobsmacked that they'd chosen to go to India because I didn't have them down as the intrepid type because that's that that you know I've never been to India and I've never really wanted to go to India although now I think I would like to go but um not yet and I certainly don't want to go with my family I just want to go by my, either by myself or with a friend or, or yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. interesting, isn't it? I, I don't think they'll get my family. So my husband and my kids will get as much out of India as I will. So I selfishly would like to go by, like without them. Yeah. Um, so I'll have to wait a little bit till they're a bit older. But these people who did went go, I was amazed. And they, um, they didn't love it all. You know, mm-hmm. there are times when it got quite hard work. Um, but actually, they loved it absolutely loved it and can't can't speak highly enough about the experiences and the people mainly the people um Mm -hmm. they didn't enjoy the food (laughs) um but they you know they loved the people they loved the place they they did quite a a, a lot they um they started off in goa because they were going there for for a reason and then they traveled around the rest of the country um and and saw quite a lot of it and had an absolutely amazing time Uh, so it doesn't it it doesn't surprise me that you enjoyed it and Mm. that you want to go back and what do you think you got out of being in India that you want to go back and either experience again or um something you didn't experience or 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 what is it that's drawing you back do you think uh I think I was so overwhelmed when Mm. I I was there um that Yes, I loved the colours and, and the, the, it's so noisy. It's, it's never, ever silent in India. Um, but you're so right, the people, the people are so friendly. And I don't know, I think everyone should go to India mm. at least once because you can't even imagine what it's like. It, it's almost like a whole different world in, in one, one country. It's so different. What's important is different. Um, 
the culture you just can't I don't think you can experience that culture anywhere else it's a vibrant city um and you and that's the thing when you're there you can't I couldn't take it in because it's it's fast paced. You kind of really have to keep up with the flow of life there. You know, you if you're late for a bus or a train, you can run. And if you can run fast enough, you can catch it. You can run onto a moving train if you can run fast enough. Um, I don't know. It's just, it really opened my eyes. Um, and I think one moment we... So we arrived in Mumbai, which was maybe halfway through our time in India. And I couldn't believe it. I There was one side of the street um, that had humongous skyline kind of buildings, glass buildings, companies that, you know, we know of in the West. And on the other side, there were slums. And th- this was just you know, I don't know, a, a big road, but on one side it was the rich and on the other side it was just dirty water, um, slums, re- you know, it was, it, I couldn't, I've never seen anything mm. like that in a, in one And moment. same level as well, so mm-hmm. literal, literal, literally a, a road that we would know, one side, yeah. um, the skyscrapers and the rich businesses and whatever, and literally the other side of the road. I have yeah. seen pictures of Mumbai, actually, and the slums in Mumbai and how close they are, but I, I don't think I've ever seen a road yeah. where it's literally each side. No, and, and I just think as a Westerner travelling, it kind of puts things into perspective for mm. you. Which side of the road are you used to living on? Because I know that I came from the fancy side of the road that, you know, that's what's close to home for us. And actually to see people living so closely together, um, because I find in England, yes, we have poverty um, and we have poor areas. But like in every country, they're hidden. They're hidden in areas. You don't always get to see that. You don't get to see that mix necessarily. Um, But to see it all there left to right it's just that's a shock in itself um but I think that that's the shock people need from traveling to take away that shock and to to let it I don't know let it sink in and and see how how are you living so do you think people need to see that from a realization of how relatively speaking how easy they have it and actually how there are plenty of other people in the world who don't have it as mm. easy and actually they are alive and surviving. I don't know, it's quite hard to find the right words. I'm probably messing that up, but... I think there's a, a lot that I I felt from that moment. One that... So I am speaking as a Westerner. So that perspective is I'm going to a country and in parts, yes, they, they have very, very little money. Um, But I came from a country where that's kind of hidden. We, we don't live side by side like that. So to see it on one road um, really just brought all those feelings to the surface. Um, And actually maybe made me realize that sometimes maybe I walk around and I'm blinded because yeah. I, it, it's not there for me to see. Um, 
And also, but on the other, the flip side of that, just because people's living conditions maybe don't look so nice, I also learned in that same moment that they're generally a lot happier than, than the people on the other side of the road that have fancy things and, and look like they, they have everything worked out. Um, actually, they, they're a lot less happier. Um, and so, yeah, I think maybe in that moment, lots of, lots of feelings came up for me. Yeah. And, and it, I questioned, yeah, for me, I questioned which side of the road have I been living on? And and yeah, that that I only experienced from traveling, from from being on that road and seeing it for what it is. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that you say that, you know, you know, there are areas like that where, you know, in this country and they're hidden. I do also think there is an element of we don't see it because it's always there. So, you, you know, I wonder whether being a traveler in a different country your eyes are wider open to it because it's new oh definitely definitely yeah so it, it's not that necessarily it's hidden here where we live um it's sort of what we know so when you go to somewhere new you go with your eyes wide open and you mm -hmm. you, you you see things differently and mm. I, I i do think that is definitely something you get from going somewhere else you don't have your own you don't you don't have those formed opinions and views mm -hmm. and you know they may well have been formed by other you know from listening to other people or uh you you know all, all those it's things that slate. yeah mm. it is a clean slate and you are there seeing things afresh and actually uh you can see it for what you see and you can mm -hmm. take from it what you take and i i do think not being at work mm. and not being in your normal circumstances you've got time to immerse yourself in something new and it is new and it's it's not always bright and shiny but it is new and different and you take from that what you what you what you make of it because some people will go there uh, and and hate it yeah uh, but so maybe going back to that point you're right we do have that at home but i think that that's what india showed me that it's a country of extremes yeah. complete extremes and, and maybe that's why that moment was so powerful mm. for me because i had never seen two extreme ends put together like that so closely. Um, and so that, that was the shock, but that, and again, going back to India, that's what is so great about that country. It is just extreme in every way, in colors and sound. It is, it, it has its own heartbeat um, as a country. So, so yeah, I, I think as a country, it can just teach people so much. Um, you know, people go to India to train as yoga teachers or, you know, to do so many things. Um, but yeah, I, it's just nothing like the Western side of the world. Yeah. And I think it's now realizing that and, um, realizing that 
there is so much to gain from different perspectives and different way mm. of looking things. And uh, that's what sort of draws me, uh, draws me to, to India. I'd love to go on a, on a, on a yoga retreat or something like that and, and, and be able to travel a little bit, but maybe immerse myself in a yoga retreat to start off with and then, you, you know, take it from there or something like that. I just think that would be fabulous. And if you're going to go on a yoga retreat, you know, you go yeah. to India, wouldn't you? So um, what do you think? I mean, we've talked a lot about India. You went to other places as well, didn't we? But it, it's, yeah. I know you got to India first, but also it had a really big impression, didn't it? Yeah, it, it definitely made it made me more open to to the rest of the trip, and the it made me maybe more comfortable to go to other places in Southeast Asia because it was such a, a big experience to swallow in just one month. Yeah, um, <laughs> because we moved on to Cambodia. Uh, sorry, not Cambodia, to Sri Lanka next. And that just felt like slowing down. Um, you know, lots of things similar in the way they live in terms of compared to India, but it was just so much slower paced. Um, oh, I'm liking the sound of Sri Lanka. <laughs> <laughs> and just very, very untouched as well. India was a really, really busy country which I've realized now looking back at photos there there weren't many opportunities to take a good photo because there were people everywhere um and then yeah you went to Sri Lanka and it was kind of more untouched and that was a different way to travel um finding secret spots or places that are hidden that you know, and not not many travellers have actually been to Sri Lanka, so that was very different in itself. Uh, seeing a country untouched by travellers, you know, for the most part, um, and actually how Sri Lankan people received travellers differently because there weren't so many of of us that had visited. Um, that so was interesting. So you're more of a novelty. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then compared to Thailand, where travellers are not a novelty in any kind of, you know, no way whatsoever. And, and, and again, you're treated differently. Um, so that's a big thing I learned from travelling is, is the impact, I guess, that travellers have on these countries, for one. Um, and, it, yeah, it was interesting to see kind of how the the world develops and countries develop with yeah. travelers moving around. Um, yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to go back to Sri Lanka in, I don't know, five, 10 years time and see if it's, see if those places have changed because um, places, places do change, yeah. don't they? Um, so, so do you think it, the main thing that you have, got from your travels is seeing things from a different perspective or or, or what 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 would you say the main mm. thing is um yeah definitely my eyes are opened yeah now. my eyes are completely open um I feel like I've 
crawled out of this bubble where where I I kind of you know I knew how things worked I know you know um but actually I don't know there's so much to explore every single country is different every pocket of a country is completely different um people live in different ways in the north and the south of the country um so I don't know I just uh, before traveling, I think I was living a very sheltered life. Mm. Um, and I think that that's naturally who I am. I, I couldn't imagine staying in one place forever because there is so much to see. Um, and even in six months, I didn't see enough. You can never see enough of a country. Because um, you traveling, the traveling I did, I was moving around every few days. And so that's a lot to digest. Um, and a lot of that I think is saved for when you get home and it all kind of sinks in. Yeah. So that's what I've got from traveling actually. It's kind of a lifelong experience. Um, I went in 2018 and I'm still learning things now. Um, things that maybe I wasn't ready to learn at the time that my, you know, just, I kind of just swallowed at the time or I just saw and I, I, I couldn't really understand, but now things are coming back round in life. And I think back to experiences I had whilst I was there, or I see pictures, I look at pictures on my phone and I don't know, I see things that I didn't see in the moment. Um, and they're kind of almost like hidden hidden messages, hidden, I don't know, hidden secrets that I, I did learn at the time, but I'm only really understanding now, I think. Um, so yeah, for me, it was just all learning. It's my favorite way to learn. Um, you can't throw yourself out of your comfort zone any more than going to a country where you can't speak the language, you know, and you do, every country you move to, you have to learn the currency and, and it, it, it's life skills, really. Um, things you take for granted when you're at home, you understand the currency and how to pay to get onto a bus and, and the things you say. But actually going to a different country, um, you know, where women aren't allowed to have their shoulders out or you have to wear particular clothes, that's learning. Learning how to immerse yourself in, in a, into a culture that, you haven't studied about or you know learning why they keep those traditions and why those things are important to them um it was just all lots of learning for me yes <laughs> that's what <laughs> yeah I, I can I can hear that and um you know that's fabulous I mean I, I do think the people I know who have had the best traveling experiences uh, are ones who've spent longer in places and immerse themselves in in the way of life and the culture there much more than just turning up seeing things and leaving mm-hmm. uh, which you you know i know you moved on every few days um and you know you can only immerse yourself so much but you're you know you were in the same country mm-hmm. so you were immersing yourself in as much as you could but it, it's actually really hard work isn't it um you know i think if if people haven't done that haven't backpacked and moved on every few days yes Mm -hmm. i mean don't get me wrong it's fantastic but it it is hard work 
like yeah. constantly packing, unpacking, getting somewhere, doing your washing, mm-hmm. um, shoving it all back in your bag, putting it all back on your back. And, you know, your your life is in your that bag, really, or everything you own while you are there is in that backpack. And, you, you know, you have to be really careful with it, don't you? And um, yeah. it, it, it is great, but it's not a doddle. No. And, and that used to really annoy me, actually, when the three of us went and people would say, oh, you're just having a holiday. And I, th- I used to think, you have no idea. You know, you like you said, your whole life is in your backpack. Mm. So when people are taking it and they're not telling you where they're taking it yeah. and they're telling you to get off of, off of the bus at a border um, and you don't know when you're going to get back on and you're thinking, oh, you've just got my life in your hands. Um, yeah and you know there's not in in the countries that I travel there aren't these strict rules and regulations and safety laws Mm. get on a bus and you hope that the ride is easy you hope that the the weather doesn't suddenly turn treacherous and you fall off the edge of a cliff every day was a complete adventure yes that's it i used to think i can't believe we're still alive um you know and and little things you know we were in a we were in a minivan and we were moving from one country to another and we were in a, a, not a very serious, but we were in a car crash where our driver went into the back of, I don't know, some dustbin truck. And one of the girls didn't, who wasn't traveling with us, she didn't have a seatbelt on and she just went flying. She didn't hurt herself, but the driver got out. He checked the front of the vehicle. <laughs> he got back in, in, you know, in rage, he got back in actually. And that's it. We carried on driving. He didn't check if anyone was okay. <laughs> he didn't say anything to us. He just carried on driving. So obviously we were all sat there thinking, oh, you know, are we really going to carry on? Yeah. Are we not going to, are we not going to call the police and close the road <laughs> and have an investigation? And, um... But that, but that's the norm. Yeah. And that, that's just how life works there. And it, and people just get on with things um so yeah it's very different isn't it and I I I, it must be really interesting actually to go to somewhere like that and and realize how uh for want of a better description how mollycoddled we are here and um you know I know a lot of those rules here are to keep us safe and all that sort of thing um but I, I, I think it's great to go somewhere and experience something very different. I agree. And to, to just have that freedom to wake yeah. up every morning and not know what you're going to do for the day. Yeah. You know, it's, oh. so, it's so exciting to think, oh, where should we have breakfast this morning? Because <laughs> you're, just, you're just always exploring. You're always looking for something new. You're always learning. You meet people that, you know, characters you couldn't even imagine up in your head, um, <laughs> honestly. And you you hear stories from people, how people have, have reached the same, the same place as you. Um, you know, I met someone that only traveled by bicycle. Um, so everywhere he went, he took his bicycle. He never took a flight um that was really interesting 
you know, you hear stories of of men, especially that travel with no money at all, but they can rely on, um, you know, if you meet a monk on the side of the road, they often can take you back and they will, they will feed you and they will give you shelter for the night and they don't ask for anything. But again, that's a learning experience um, for both the monk and the person traveling, but you just, you wouldn't believe the stories you hear. Um, but for me, there's no better way to live than yeah. to just to just be excited to to find something new to do each day. Um, but going back to your previous point about how it it's all so fast paced, that is one thing I took away from that journey was to not live like that in that moment, to not plan where we were going to go every few days, to sometimes just take a lazy day wherever you were, to just kind of feel what it would be like to, to feel at home in that place um, and not have to go and see every temple or, or every site that you're told to see on the internet. But just to, I don't know, have a lazy day, go find some snacks that you've never tried before at the yeah. corner shop and just... And see who you meet. You meet the man who goes everywhere on a bicycle and learn how he's got sort of halfway around the world on his bicycle or something like that. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think there's a balance between seeing things. So seeing beautiful views, seeing beautiful temples, seeing things that we would that we don't get to see here in our country. I think there's something fabulous about that, but there's also something equally, if not even better, about meeting the people. That that was one of the best bits for me, mm. I think. Um, and the best places that we then went on to see were usually um, a place that had come up in conversation with someone new. Yeah. You know, all the places that you get, that you read about online, you pay a fortune to go and see. And when you do get there, you can't actually see the attraction because there are thousands of people Um, and you've got GoPros and drones everywhere. But it's talking to the local people or the just the people traveling like you are. They'll tell you the best spots that they've found. And that that's the best way to travel, I think. Yeah. And you, you know, how can you plan? You can't plan a six month trip, you know, in January and hope that it all goes to plan because it won't. No, you've got to that's sort of be flexible, haven't you, really? Mm. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of it. You're not, no one's telling you where to go or when you have to be there by. Um, you just make your mind up as you go. And I, I, love, I love that. Yeah, I agree with you. When I went to Australia and I only went for three months, but I had my flight there, my flight back, and I had two internal flights booked and that was it. The rest of the time I got places on buses or on little trips that were designed to take backpackers from along, I don't know, like for instance, I'm, I took the Great Ocean Road from Adelaide to Melbourne and that was a five day, I think it was a five day or maybe it was a yeah, five day trip. And we stayed at places along the way and, you know, they did it backwards and forwards each time taking a group of backpackers. And and that was great because I was on my own. So it was quite nice to spend a few days with people. Most of the time after five days, I'd had enough of them, but, um, 
Uh, but that, you know, that was really nice. And it's really interesting when you're on your own and your life is in your backpack. It's quite, it, that, that is quite, quite, a, you know, quite an eye opener really, because you can't take your backpack with you everywhere. So you've got to just take your absolute essentials with you. Mm-hmm. And if everything else gets nicked, well then. Tough. Yeah, exactly. You have to manage. I had loads of stuff nicked out of my backpack and you just have to, yeah, you do just have to manage, but only actually. I say I had loads. I had a few things nicked and it's a long time ago. Um, but actually on the whole, it, it was absolutely fine. Um, mm-hmm. The hardest thing I found about being on my own was, well, I say hardest, it's sort of a double-edged thing really about, so that trip I did on my own and yes, I've got photos, but I, there isn't anybody I can say, Oh, do you remember when we went there? Or mm. do you remember when we did that? Or do you remember that amazing sunset or the amazing ride, uh, sunrise before we, we did the ascent up, uh, as rock as it was, mm-hmm. uh, known then, or, um, you know, any of that, so all that, you know, that night where we were out at the top of that hill and all the, the, there was shooting stars everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it, it'd be quite, it would have been nice to share that moment with somebody and it'd be nice to share the memory with somebody. But all, but the other side to that actually is that it is quite a, a magical thing and I can remember that all for myself. Yeah. Um, so traveling on your own is a very different experience, but also I think you do end up meeting more people in a way because you are on your god the number of people who tried to scoop me up in their group and go oh come with us i'm like no way no i'm absolutely fine thank you very much um but there were some people that i did tag along with and some people i didn't and um it's yeah it's it it is interesting and mine was like over 30 years ago and i Mm. i still think i draw I draw things that I learnt then still now. I still draw on those things and that sort of, you know, I don't know, resilience really and being open to experiences and being open to people. Yeah. I, 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 because, you know, I, that's not the environment I came from really. We weren't, we didn't, we didn't do holidays we always went to the same place when I was a child we we but I was one of four you know you can't just go off with four kids it's really expensive but you you know although it did teach me something that I hadn't really appreciated quite what it had taught me um but it is about being a bit more being more open-minded being more open to experiences having those experiences enjoying them um appreciating them and trying to find them Mm. um and and you can't and actually trying to find little little interesting moments in each day it could just be somebody who you you bump into and have a very quick chat with it could be something that you see picture or something in a shop that reminds you of that trip and brings that memory back it can be Mm. a taste or a smell or or you know, God, the joy of bumping into somebody who's been to the same place, and you can have a little chat with those. Yeah. Those things are really um, fabulous, aren't they? Yeah, you can. You can also. You don't have to have one home on this this planet. Mm. You know, you the the where there was one place that we stayed. We stayed at a guest house which had no Wi Fi, no way of contacting anybody, and. 
it was really the first place and the last place we stayed like that. Um, but that, that was amazing. Um, and we stayed there a little bit longer. I think we stayed five days, maybe five or six days, which at the time was a really, really long time to be staying in one place. But I would go back there. I would take people back there. Um, I'm coming. And- I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> I know, just, it has a little, it has a bit of me there and 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 I could happily call that home um so you can you can kind of put yourself wherever you want and and leave leave a bit of yourself there to to maybe go and revisit again that's what I really like that that's the point of traveling you know I'm at the age where I could be thinking oh should I buy a house in Bristol should I get a mortgage somewhere but I've traveling taught me that I don't really know where I want to be yet you know I found a bit of home in Bali I found a little bit of home in Sri Lanka all these places that I would happily visit and maybe even live one day if I ever got the opportunity Um, and I think that's what's nice about traveling it opens your mind to the fact that the whole the world is your oyster it doesn't that doesn't mean wherever you are right now is the only place you should be or could be you can go anywhere and you just don't know what you'll find Um, yeah so that's really interesting because my my take on it is completely different which is which is partly the joy of it isn't it so you, you know I I feel I'm really really pleased I went and did a a I, I did that three months in Australia when I was in my twenties. I've also had a couple of other great holidays, but not really travel. I haven't had time off um, that much time off to go away somewhere ever since, but I'm really glad I did that. And actually I don't even really crave. Well, I'm maybe I'm beginning to, but that's perhaps got something to do with lockdown and <laughs> kids and life and turning 50 and I don't know, wanting to do different things. But I've not really had that great desire in the meantime because I think I did that mm. and that that sort of was, was enough for me at the time. And I've actually been finding home somewhere else and I've been finding home in me. Um, so that's been my whole journey. Um, and... Yeah, it's it, yeah, it, it, it's interesting, isn't it? And whether that when we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording, now whether that is just because we are different people, whether that's because you are your age and I'm my age, whether or it's just a different set of circumstances, who knows? I mean, I'm always going to be so much older than you, so we're never going to catch that up. I'm not, you know, <laughs> we, we just don't know, do we? But. It, we, we have very different experiences. We went to very different places. We're at very different stages in our life. But actually, we did really get something from the things that we, the traveling we did in our in our early 20s, which actually was the point that we started mm-hmm. on, that actually quite a few people, um, when asked about either their experience of their 20s and they did go traveling or whether looking back what they would tell themselves to do quite a few people said they wished they'd traveled more so that's why we started with this because we knew it was a subject that we both actually um really like talking about um and it came up quite a lot in those comments so that's why we started here and um i think 
unless there's anything else is there anything else you want to add louisa mm. if people are thinking about it just do it don't don't hold back yeah. um and despite how difficult and challenging it can be you don't that's not what you remember you no. don't you don't remember those moments you you remember the amazing times and actually the difficult moments you look back as your lessons um so if you have the fire in your belly go and if someone tells you that it's dangerous or that you know your career is more important don't listen to them just just yeah. go um and that you know that's coming from someone i struggled when i got back it, it is tough it is a little bit tough to kind of find your feet again after being away for so long um but it's doable so don't let that scare you out of going um you know as long as you you make some kind of plan for when you get home and you've you know you've got somewhere to live um whether it be back at your parents or you save a little bit of money so that you you have somewhere of your own to go afterwards those are things that you have to think about but don't let them them stop you from taking the trip in the first place um because yeah, there's a lot lot to be learned out there yeah and it's quite easy to put those obstacles in in mm. in your way if if you're a little bit scared of doing it or somebody else is telling you not to do it or because it is scary it, it is scary it's scary because it's different isn't it it's mm -hmm. new but that's actually one of the reasons why you want to do it not because yeah. you necessarily want to be scared but because you want to do something new and different um and yeah it and also it doesn't have to be a big three six month yeah. trip i mean you know you can perhaps just take all your leave in one go from work if you don't want to pack your exactly. job in and leave you could ask for a sabbatical at work mm -hmm. um you know i know somebody who's a little bit older than me and she she's hoping to get a sabbatical to work uh, from work and go and live go and live in, in Greece if we are ever allowed to do that again, but go and live in Greece for six months. And you know, that is just, if not longer. And I just think that is fabulous. It's it, great. It, and, it and, is. I, and I think the, the world is, the way we're doing things is kind of moving on. Um, and we spoke earlier, it's not always appreciated that people, young people want to come and go and travel all the time, yeah. but actually, what I would say to employers is if you, you know, if young, younger people are allowed to go out there and, and look for themselves, who knows what you'll find. You come back with a more open outlook and you feel like you know yourself better because you haven't spent however long trying to fit into that same box. Um, and I just think life will take care of you. You, you just do not know who you'll meet out there. And I honestly think if I didn't have someone that I loved to come back home to, I would have stayed out there. I would have just kept on going um, and found a way, found a job. You know, you can work in hostels, you make friends that way. Um, so just go. People should just go and try it um, and, and travel however you want to. I, I wouldn't necessarily travel the same way again. Um, I would probably prefer to 
a camper van and travel the same country for three months. Um, but again, you do whatever feels right for you. Whatever kind of traveling will give you what you need. Yeah. Um, do it. Uh, and, you know, even if it's only a short trip, it's mm. it, it it's if it's something that you want to do and it's getting you towards a goal, uh, even if the goal or the ideal would be a bigger trip, if that's not possible, do something, um, do, do, do something smaller or shorter or closer to home, but just do something uh, because it's very easy to go, oh, well, that's what I want to do. I can't do that. So I'm not going to do anything. And, you know, you, you miss out on perhaps what actually might be an absolutely fabulous thing to do. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with you. And um, I think sometimes employers are put off by people who stop and start jobs um and you know who who i who am i to tell any I, i'm not about to tell anybody whether that's right or wrong but um i think traveling and getting something from it and learning about yourself is actually you know really important so um yeah anyway I think we'll uh, I think we'll end it there. Thank you, Louisa. Um, I knew we'd have a great chat, and um, we have. So thank you, and we'll be back again soon to talk about the next. <laughs> Thanks cool. for having me back. Cool. Yeah. Anytime. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Meeting of Minds podcast. You can find this podcast in all the usual places. Please tell your friends. Please subscribe and if you have a moment, I'd be really grateful if you could rate and review as it helps other people find us and helps me spread the messages of empowerment and positivity that I'm really passionate about. If you want to find out more about me, you can visit my website at www.safeandsupported.co.uk Until next time, bye.